imagine getting a call from a psychiatrist's office saying you need to go to the emergency room immediately because your blood levels are below optimum, actually critical. That was one of my experience with a client of mine, a patient of mine years ago. She had previously went to a primary care doctor's office complaining of fatigue, tiredness, lethargy, unable to focus at work, everything was overwhelming, and she could not function, including just waking up in the morning. She was started on 10 milligrams of Lexapro and referred to my office. She did not know if the medication was working. All she knows is she is having frequent panic attacks and she is unable to stop the symptoms. When I saw her on admission, she looked like a manic patient. Her thoughts were rapid. She felt chaotic. She wanted a leave of absence. She was unable to make full sentences. Part of just naturally how I treat patients includes having to make sure we collect labs before we start or increase any medication. The fact she was having severe anxiety with some psychotic features on Lexapro it wasn't because of the Lexapro. I knew that from experience. But I needed to make sure her biologic, her chemistry, her blood levels were normal. So I sent her for a stat lab and I sent her home with high doses of niacin, niacinamide, and magnesium. I left her in the same dose of Lexapro unchanged. I did a frequent check-in with her to make sure she was okay. I called the next day to find out if she's gone for the stat lab. Stat labs means it needs to be done now, immediately, because it is urgent to see what was happening inside her body. She did not perform the lab until a week later because life was happening. She had to take care of her family. She had to work. She took lab draw over the weekend from a week from when I saw her and the lab called me about within the first 24 hours saying her hemoglobin was five that's a medical emergency so here I am getting a phone call that her hemoglobin is five and I sent her to the emergency room for her to be assessed immediately and even then, she wanted to drive. I said, no, we are going to call an ambulance. I need you to just present to the emergency room. She was hospitalized for about a week, received about three liters of blood, did a little bit more diagnostic to find out that she had different type of blood disorders that she was unaware of and under high stress, her body and poor nutrition, her body activated. So I'm gonna to try to use this post as a way to go back and break down just what are some of the things that do happen with the brain, performance, and when it comes to anemia. So anemia is a change in your blood level and it can be due to many factors. Some of the factors can be nutrition. Some of the factors can be changes in what is your body expression or utilization of zinc 
zinc is responsible for helping the hemoglobin becomes um, effective to carry the heme molecule which joins the globin molecule, protein molecule, to give you hemoglobin. And hemoglobin is what's responsible for carrying oxygenation through your body and your brain. Some of the factors that can cause low blood levels includes a change in how your body absorbs vitamin B12. Vitamin B12 is so critical to what becomes the end product for your blood levels. Another factor that can cause anemia can be a change in your folate. And a lot of individuals have inability to actually metabolize just the regular folate, so they need an active form. The same can be said for vitamin B12. So we're talking about methylfolate or methylcarbamylamine. Those are two of the methyl groups that is actively available to your cells if you are using those formulations. Another causes for anemia can be how your body process iron. So a diet high in green vegetables. Or it may also be you have a heredity or genetic predisposition to a different formulation in your heme group that actually makes you have anemia as a side effect. And there's many other reasons why you may actually have anemia. Some of the medical causes can be a polyp. Some of them can be you having a, what would be pelvic um, or ovary cyst or any aspect of bulging that takes blood supply from your body to support that growth or new growth. So sometimes tumor cells can steal blood from you to actually feed the tumor to grow. And there's a lot of different reasons why somebody can become anemic. Now, the symptoms of anemia, and before I go into the symptoms of anemia, because part of this post is to talk about how performance gets to be impacted by anemia. There's a documentation that actually showed that Lance Armstrong, to optimize his performance, actually had to receive bags of blood prior to his races. And this is not about whether it's right or wrong, but this is just to show you that the power of blood within your body is enough to support what is the level of endurance that's needed to win races or the performance that is needed for your body to optimize itself and perform at a higher level of performance. So imagine a hemoglobin of five. What does that do to the brain? The symptoms that do get to occur with low hemoglobin includes poor concentration, lethargy, poor focus, unable to truly move and ambulate, inability to actually have what is adequate respiration and oxygenation. And the reason for that is because hemoglobin is what carries oxygen to all your cells. So a low hemoglobin means your brain and your body gets to be deprived of oxygen carrying capacity. And then when that does happen, your brain does not function. Your body does not function. Which means we get to see symptoms of increased restlessness, panic symptoms because you're hypoxic. 
Now, hemoglobin of 5 is more critical. Most people do not get to go that low. But most of the time, we get to see a hemoglobin that's sitting on the very low of normal. And most of these individuals are actually having some symptoms of anxiety because part of low hemoglobin is it gets to present symptoms that mimic other medical disorders, including depression and anxiety. So if you were going to a psychiatrist's office or med medical doctor's office for treatment of anxiety or depression, it's going to be best as part of your initial assessment that they get to check what is your complete comprehensive blood count that looks at your anemia potential status, but also look at iron because iron is actually part of your hemoglobin and low iron drops your hemoglobin, which means you still become hypoxic. Hypoxic is low oxygenation within your brain and your body. Another levels that needs to be assessed and checked is your methylfolate level, methylcarbamalamin level, magnesium level, zinc level. Poor zinc is going to prevent the hem of the hemoglobin from converting to be a fully functional hemoglobin. Now, how do you get to naturally preventively treat yourself at home? on an everyday basis to avoid what would be changes in your hemoglobin level due to nutritional deficiency, or even if you do have a genetic predisposition is eating foods that are high in green leafy vegetables. And part of that is gonna be you having to incorporate high density, high nutrient green leafy vegetables into your meal every day. Adequate hemoglobin is going to be very optimum to any aspect of how your brain gets to function, how your muscle gets to function, how your bone marrow gets to function. So any changes in what is that standard normal and your normal, because a lot of us will have variations within that normal. Any variations that are lower than what is functional for you, symptoms get to kind of show as different medical disorders, including mental health. I hope this short post has been helpful. Now, I would like to do a detailed post on just what are some of the mechanisms, including how B12 and folate and zinc plays a role in making sure you have adequate hemoglobin levels. So feel free to visit me at my post or my blog post at mylimbic.com. Feel free to join my community, soon to be open on Facebook. You guys have a wonderful day.